0: You're listening to Blank on Blank, distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach. By the time Michael Jackson turned 21, he'd already been a star in the public eye for more than a decade. He'd been performing with his brothers as part of the Jackson 5 since the 1960s. His solo career had just gone to another level with the release of Off the Wall in the summer of 1979. Yet he was still so young back then. You can actually hear it in his voice. Here's an interview we uncovered from January 1980.
1: I hate labels because it should be just music. I don't see anything wrong with disco. You can't dance to na 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 or... Call it disco, call it anything. It's music. What you call, she's out of my life, disco, off the wall, rock with you. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. music to me. It's like you hear a bird chirping. You don't say, that's a blue jay. This one is a crow. It's a beautiful sound. That's all that counts. Listen to it. You watch him soar in the skies. It's just beautiful.
0: Now, Michael Jackson had an unusual requirement for this sit-down interview. The interviewer, John Pigeon, had to first ask his questions to Michael's sister, 13-year-old Janet Jackson. She was seated next to Michael. Then she would relay the question to her brother before he would answer. Here's how it went. Does
1: he work very hard on his, on his dancing? He just, uh, on oh, <laughs> the question, do you work very hard on your dancing? <laughs> I should, but I don't. <laughs> I just, whatever you see me do, it's it's spontaneous reactions on stage. It's nothing planned. It's nothing that I got in the room and, and tried to think of hard. It just happens through feeling. Does he actually mm-hmm. find it hard to keep from dancing when he's, in the
0: studio.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that is <isn't> my problem. <laughs> I'm just dancing around keep still. and I have to, yeah, hard to keep still, moving around from the mic.
0: <laughs> stop! No, no, no,
1: you better save me. My singing is just, I just say it simple as possible, just godly, really. It's just, stop, stop, when I was small, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just sang and it just came out sounding. Pretty good. I just do it and it happens. It's I can't explain it or there's no real personal experience or anything that make it come across. It's just feeling and, and God I'll say, mainly God. You hear us talk about the peacock a lot because the peacock is the only bird of all the bird family that integrates every color into one. and that's our main goal in music. You go to our concerts, you see every race out there and they're all waving hands and they holding hands and they smile and they're dancing and all colors. And that's what's great. That's what keeps me going. <laughs> I do believe deeply in perfection. I'm never satisfied. I'll cut a track or something. I, I come home and I say, no, that's not right, we got to do it over, that's not right. And you just go back and back and back and, dude, it's finally out. You say, darn it, I should have done this, I should have done it. And it's number one on the chart. You're still screaming about what you should have done. You're just satisfied with everything. Uh, you're just going to stay at one level and the world will move ahead. <laughs> that's not good either. When Michael's in the studio, is it important to him to go for a vocal straight away <clears throat> or it kind of build up to doing the one. When you're in the studio, does it, do you, uh, um, do you have to go for a vocal straight away or do you have to build up to it? No, I, I do vocals uh, pretty quick. But for instance, Ben, I did in one take. I went right in and, and cut it. And I said, want to do another one? And then the guy said, no, no, it was great. I said, was it? That was at Motown. And I'll never forget that little Apple box I stood on because I couldn't reach the microphone. And my name was written on it. <laughs> and uh, it's sitting at Diana Ross's house now. She she has all my little doodling papers I would draw and write. A lot of people have been overexposed. It's true. Where people are fed up, I pray that, that never happens with me. <laughs> I just don't like being on a lot of different things or being everywhere, because I get kind of embarrassed. But uh, I think secretly and privately, there's, I mean, really deep within, there's a destiny for me, and just for me to stay on that track and follow it. I really believe and feel I'm here for a reason, and that's my job, you know, to perform for the people. And if they accept it, that I'm rewarded. They want to put me up on that pedestal. I feel even better.
0: Michael Jackson, 1980. Getting ready for the pedestal. We've put together a special animated version of this episode for our series with PBS Digital Studios. Peacocks a Plenty in our latest. Watch it on our website, blankonblank.org. Before we go, the nickname Quincy Jones had for Michael.
1: Was it um, through the Wiz that Michael got to work with Quincy Jones? Was it to do with the Wiz that you got to work with Quincy? Yes, that was, uh, I met Quincy before Sammy Davis's house a long time ago. But the real meeting with Quincy, the real marriage, was um, the Wiz Project and we really got to know one another, and we worked beautifully together. Oh, so well. I called Quincy up one day, I said, Quincy, I'm I'm ready to do an album, a solo album, but I I want a real good producer to work with me. I said, can you recommend somebody? And I wasn't trying to hand around at all, I wasn't. I, I didn't even think about him, and he said, Smelly, he calls me Smelly, he says, Smelly, why don't you let me do it? I said, ah, that's a great idea. <laughs> and I started giggling, and he said, oh, why don't we start? Next week, we got together, and we started planning. And that's how Off the Wall came about.
0: You can hear the full interview with Michael Jackson at rocksbackpages.com. It's an awesome library of music interviews and journalism. Amy Drozdovska produced this episode with me. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. And drop us a note if there's an icon that you want to hear in our series. Or tell us if you have an interview in your own archive that we can help bring to life. Write us, interviews, at blankonblank.org. All right, that's all for now. I'm David Gerlock. Keep listening. <laughs>